This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Five seconds left in the third. Stack the receivers. Herbert a deep drop. Off his back foot. Puts it out there. It's caught. And he's gone. Jalen Guyton to the house. Touchdown. Chargers. 72 yards. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's BetQL Daily from BetQL. Joe O on Twitter at Joe O670. Joe Gilio at Joe Gilio Sports. Oh, it's always fun to talk some NFL in the middle of June. And there are player props available for this 17-game season to bet on. And uh, we're going to take a look at that. But uh, social media was a buzz yesterday. Sports fans going wild over what Tom Brady had to say. But did he really say anything so help me out joe g maybe you have some details on this show um lebron's production company is producing a show on hbo and it was a uh, quite an eclectic group i guess doing a roundtable conversation do you have any more information on this i don't i haven't watched a full episode okay. yet but i but i do know that tom brady's clip went, went viral here off of this show and uh, i guess lebron is is throwing his ring his hat into the ring of a lot of this stuff it's part of why he's in los angeles so how about Le- LeBron? Always, LeBron always has to be in the conversation, even if he's not, even if he's not playing. Here we are talking about LeBron's show with Tom Brady. Isn't Tom Brady that way now? Not when he was in New England, but I'm saying over the last couple of years, doesn't it feel at times that Tom Brady feels like he needs to be a part of the conversation? Maybe it's something he's always wanted. Oh, I think it is. I think he was probably suppressed in New England because it wasn't the Belichick way and the New England way and the Patriot way. Yeah. I think we're going to see more and more of this now. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we see Tom Brady all over the place as his career wanes down and, and whatever he does afterwards. So I saw on this roundtable, they were it seemed like they were all on uh, high, ch- high chairs just chatting. It, there was LeBron, Draymond. Kid Cuddy, your guy, Chelsea Handler, the comedian. I was like, what? What is going on? But but here is what everyone was talking about. Here's a Tom Brady clip from the shop on HBO Max. One of the teams, and they weren't interested at the very end. I was thinking, you're sticking with that mother. <laughs> I mean, there's no doubt. There is no doubt who he's talking about. What do you think, Joe G? Well, I'm, I'm trying to think of the teams last year that, you know, we know were rumored in the Brady mix. And, mm-hmm. and a couple that stand out, uh, the Chicago Bears walked away or didn't you know get truly invested. The yeah. San Francisco 49ers is the one that I think everyone is is wondering because he there were the rumors that he wanted to go back. He wanted to finish his career back home in the Bay Area. He was a Joe Montana fan when he was a kid. And they stuck, obviously, with Jimmy Garoppolo. A year later, they, they're basically pivoting off that in a way now with Trey Lance. The only hesitation I have on, on saying it's Garoppolo is they were teammates for a pretty significant amount of time. Maybe he feels that way about him. 
But like Tom's got to know we're gonna we're gonna sit here combing through his what he said and try to figure this out. I'm gonna guess it's not Garoppolo because mm-hmm. they have a relationship. Even though he wanted him out of New England and he felt he was better and was being pushed out, I'm gonna guess he doesn't say that out loud about a former teammate. I don't think it's Garoppolo. I don't think it's Garoppolo either. Tennessee was in the hunt. All right, Tannehill. He was he was coming off a good year. Yeah, right? and he had uh, another good year. Uh, yeah, I don't think. Uh, it was Tannehill. Vegas, you mentioned. Would Tom Brady say that about Carr? Possibly. I but I don't possibly. And, but, and Carr's been a starter for a long time now. So I'm, I'm gonna guess not Carr. And and he finally went to his team after the draft, right? Because Brady was pushing this off. Yes. So uh the Chargers were in the mix. He wouldn't say that about a guy who hasn't played it down in the NFL, Justin Herbert. I know there are a lot of people that were down on Herbert going into the draft, and they were dead wrong, and I think they're going to be dead wrong for the next 15 years. But just that quote alone, there is no doubt in my mind he was talking about the Bears and Mitchell Trubisky. The Bears walk away in the end, and and they think that the better move is to give one more year to Trubisky, and let's give up a real asset for Nick Foles. Let's just think through this for a second. Think about the way we or you with your friends talk about quarterbacks when we're just having conversations, right? Yes. If, if you were to try to put yourself in, in Brady's shoes or your buddy is Brady, which quarterback is likely the one your buddy says that bleep? It was probably Mitch. It was because that's the, the no conversation doubt. heading into last year about the Bears was, I uh, will see, but Trubisky, Foles, like this is what they're really rolling with. Mm-hmm. It was Trubisky. It was. And it, it would have been, I mean, I'm sure for you and, and for everyone uh, were in your area, the, the idea of Brady in Chicago would have been awesome. I just, I could never pictured it. As much as it's weird to see him in a Bucks uniform, it would have been weird to see Brady in, in Bears colors. Nobody thought it was going to happen. Um, it, it's cold weather. I don't know if that would have been part of it, but we he was in cold weather throughout his career. Maybe he wanted to go to Tampa. How about say over the roster too? He was recruiting guys down to Tampa Bay. The Bears probably would not have uh, had that sort of flexibility with the roster, and they spent so much money on defense already. No idea if that has anything to do with it. Brady obviously made the right decision, uh, but I would say the majority, when it would get brought up here, it's like, okay, come on, roll your eyes. Yeah, really? Tom Brady's going to pick the Bears of all the options? You have Allen Robinson and what else? You have nothing else to work with, even though at that time I would make the case that the Bears receiving group is better than what he was working with in New England. Yeah, although it is funny and ironic. They, he did lose on that Thursday night to the Bears uh, last October, and that was the game where he, he didn't know what down it was. He put up the four fingers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was Foles, though. It was a Foles game, not Trubisky. Assume, we were assuming it's Trubisky. But it is ironic after all this that he did lose to that team last season. Yes. What was that? Foles' only win of the year certainly felt like it. <laughs> It was a bad run for your guy. Bad run. So how's that for you when you, when you watch him go through these struggles and a couple of stops since Philadelphia? It, you know, Nick Foles is – I don't think you could you could script or dream up a career like his. I mean, he is – you know, he's the highest-rated passer, and I'm not talking about the playoffs, in the regular season, in the history of the Philadelphia Eagles. He, when he, when he, in an Eagles uniform – and obviously the Eagles have never had a Hall of Fame quarterback, right? They, it's not like they've been running around with, with Favre's and, and Rodgers and all those guys. But – like they've had Donovan McNabb. Carson Wentz for a little while was a good quarterback. They had Randall Cunningham. Nick Foles, when he was in an Eagles uniform, Joe, could play. I mean, he, he had a 27-2 season, touchdown-interception ratio. Mm-hmm. He he won the Super Bowl. Like he could, And then as soon as he leaves Eagles uni, in an Eagles uniform, he's terrible. He was terrible with the Rams, terrible with the Jaguars, terrible with the Bears. It, it's, it's, I've never seen anything like it in any mm-hmm. sport. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Nope. That's Joe G. I'm Joe O. This is the BetQL Daily on the BetQL Network. As a rule, when we're talking player season props, and we're going to address quarterback passing yards for the upcoming season, my rule is I don't bet overs. Too many things can go wrong. Regression on offense, you miss one game, it throws the whole thing out of whack. And that's what we're going to talk about right here. And, Joe, of the names that I was taking a look at this morning, of the passing totals that uh, we're going to hit on here, I may have found an exception. There is one over that I love. What what stood out to you as we're preparing for the 17-game season looking at these passing year totals? Well, the first thing that stood out is just, I mean, Wow, the numbers are high. And of course they are, Joe, because we're going to 17 games now. But I'm, I'm looking at it last year. So last year, if you look at the totals for last year for passing yards, we had, let's let's hit it here, we had 12 quarterbacks go over 4,000 yards. Before we get to our, our best picks and thoughts here, quickly off the top of your head, Joe, how many quarterbacks will go over 4,000 yards now in a 17-game season? It feels like we're going to at least 15 or 16. Remember when that was a thing? It was like you were a 4,000 yard passer. <laughs> yeah. I heard it about it throughout Stafford's career. Well, he's a 4,000 yard guy, so he's great, right? Um, how many? 18. Get that it's, one extra game. Yeah. It's just, it, well, Baker Mayfield, I believe, was 18th last year at 35 or 3,600. So you get one more big game, boom, you're, you're there and you'd have 18. All right. I'll give you the one that, that I just I noticed right away. Um, and that it just it seems low for a 17 game season. Joe Patrick Mahomes is barely over 5,000. I, I I'll, I'll say this this way. I don't know if it's this year or next year or, or one of the years in his prime. Patrick Mahomes is going to have a 6,000 yard season. Wow, he's gonna it's gonna happen one day. I mean, look, Drew Brees cleared 5,000. How many times? Five or six times. I mean, it was yeah. not that difficult for him. Mahomes is a a more talented, a gifted passer. He has Andy Reid. He has weapons. Mahomes barely over 5,000. You can get it on um, at points bet at five thousand fifteen and a half. I mean, he gets to fifty one hundred. You're in seventeen games. I would go over Mahomes. Mahomes three hundred and sixteen passing yards per game last season. So I understand why they set the number here at five thousand. You, you want to set the bar very high for Mahomes. You know you're probably going to get uh, majority over money, but five thousand fifty. If you play all 17 games, which he might not, they're probably going to have their buy set, right? Uh, maybe the last week of the season. That's an average of 297 per week. Let's say he makes 15 starts, 15 starts. To go over that number, Joe G, you still have to average 337 yards per week. It's a lot. 
It's a lot. Yeah. He had to stay healthy. And and you said 15. I mean, if we assume they're going to be really good and may have a bye, he's probably not going to play that, that 17th game. So uh, it's a lot of health for Mahomes, and he has had physical issues uh, in the last couple of years. But, boy, it's just tempting because he has all those weapons. And, I mean, you mentioned the average, but we've seen him throw for 450, 500. Like, it's That's nothing. True. He could do that and go over his average. I, I, w- I would take that one and, and uh, feel pretty good about it. Here's the over that I love. Want to get your thoughts. Jalen Hurts, 3,700 and a half. That is, if you play 17 games, 218 passing yards per game. It was three full games he played last year, right? Three full. Yeah, he came okay. in a couple times before the Packer game, and then in week 17 he played three quarters. Three full games. He averaged 282 yards per game. Again, if he plays all 17, he needs to average 218 to go over. So I like it. Here's my fear on this, Joe. He Last year, if you look at Jalen Hurts, I believe he averaged 66 rushing yards per game. I like Jalen Hurts, and I think he's going to be a winning quarterback and a good one and surprise people. I just wonder if he could stay healthy playing the game the way he does. He had a hand, you know, it was kind of underreported, Joe. Last year, remember how good he played against the Saints and and Cardinals? Mm -hmm. He hurt his hamstring late in that Cardinals game. I believe it's part of the reason why he struggled to throw the ball against Dallas and and the Week 17. And he was playing through something. So I look at him as a runner. And I think it could be effective to raise the floor of that team's offense and, the, and and just win games. But I just wonder if he could stay healthy. I mean, he doesn't run away from contact like Russell Wilson. He runs through it like a running back. That That's my only fear. I think if he stays healthy, he clears that. He goes to 4,000 yards passing. But boy, he runs a lot. And that worries me. Tua under 38.50 and a half also popped. You're thinking, hey, it's just 226 yards per game. Well, you're assuming that he's going to play the entire year. And last year, Tua averaged 181 yards per game. Oh, it's an under. We, <laughs> we know, we know, under. we know. Brian Flores is pulling them out of games when they're when it's close. No way, no way. Brissett is starting by week four. It's Joe O, Joe G. This is BetQL Daily. We're going to line them up, get you set for the day in Major League Baseball. Keep it locked on BetQL Daily from BetQL.